0: hi and welcome to another episode of my podcast in this particular series i discuss about the recent developments and updates from the valley of jammu and kashmir so the curfew and the lockdown continues and enters the day 27 today people of kashmir still don't have any access to internet or phone services and are effectively cut off from the rest of the world for nearly 27 days. BBC and other international news agencies are reporting the cases of torture and arrest of young Kashmiris who protested in any way against the Indian government. There is a very limited access to the valley of Jammu and Kashmir and there are only few journalists who are able to enter the valley and report from um, there about the conditions that people of Kashmir are living in. When the curfew was first imposed, people were expecting it to Um, not go uh, longer than a week or 10 days max but it's nearly been 26 days which just goes to show that indian government and the indian military are getting um are facing a lot of resistance and opposition uh, against actions they've taken and people of kashmir are obviously unwilling to accept the decisions taken by mr modi and uh, his ambition of uh, including Kashmir to the state of India and making it um, a legal part of the state of India. I hear a lot of uh, Indian journalists and uh, TV spokespeople, persons talking about um, uh, Kashmir being a... Kashmir being a part of India or Pakistan trying to grab this um, piece of land from India. This is, not, this is not a dispute on a piece of land. This is about the basic human right of Kashmiris um, to decide their, their future. Uh, United Nations resolutions. Um, give Kashmiris the right of self-determination and uh, both countries have a responsibility to hold a free and fair referendum um, for the people of Kashmir to decide uh, their future. Mr Modi is under the illusion that he can continue his barbaric practices and silence all the voices um, speaking against his actions and um, by offering uh, countries um, some lucrative uh, business deals and um, future um, trade agreements between the two countries. Uh, we've seen him visiting a few Arab countries, uh, receiving some medals and then um, he's been traveling uh, to France and other countries trying to get enough support for himself before the United Nations Summit on 27th of this month. But people of the world should look beyond the financial gains and business prospects. This is about humanity. There are children and women locked up in their houses For nearly 27 days without any food supplies, without any medicine supplies, there are people who are ill who need treatments, there are cancer patients. We heard a doctor speaking to the media from the valley of Kashmir talking about the uh, conditions in which uh, some of the patients have to live. Uh, without the required medication and um, they, they are on verge of uh, losing their lives uh, because of uh, not having the proper treatment. And I see millions of Indians living abroad um, in the European countries and in the Middle East silently watching um, their government um, actively participating in a ethnic cleansing project in which uh, they're trying to eliminate um, the Muslim majority from the valley of Jammu and Kashmir and uh, torturing the youth of uh, a whole state which is speaking up against uh, against the illegal occupation of um, the state of Jammu and Kashmir by the Indian government and its military. As we know that Mr Modi was an active member of the Hindu extremist group RSS and his ideology of a greater India um, would obviously extend um, uh, all the way uh, to Pakistan and he uh, he believes in the idea of having a great India, uh, with the whole subcontinent becoming the part of the state of India. So obviously things would get worse if the world just watches it silently. People should speak up against these ambitious plans of uh, Mr. Modi to extend uh, his uh, um, his rule on the uh, uh, smaller forces around him, and considering. The recent situation um, uh, there there is a lot of tension on the borders with Pakistan and obviously China is concerned as well uh, regarding the situation in the valley of Kashmir and the plans that Mr. Modi is carrying out. Um, so I think the whole world should come together and uh, let Mr. Modi know that uh, all the human on this planet, um are together when it comes to humanity and uh, regardless of how big of a um, financial force or um economy india is uh, india can no more carry on carry on ignoring the international laws and um, continued illegal occupation uh, of valley of and kashmir uh, by denying the right of self-determination to the people of kashmir if you've been listening to my podcast i would just request you to raise your voice for the people of kashmir because they're going through a really hard time and they need your support thank you very much Hi, so I'm back here with you again with another episode of my podcast regarding the recent uh, developments in the Valley of Jammu and Kashmir. As I reported in my last podcast, um, the Valley of Kashmir um, is completely cut off from the rest of the world. There is no uh, food or medicine supply even until now. While I'm talking to you, it's nearly been uh, two and a half weeks um, that uh, the Indian government... um, imposed a curfew um, throughout the Kashmir valley um, with the presence of nearly 1 million soldiers on ground. No international media uh, reporters or any of the organizations uh, are allowed to enter the valley and report independently. Um, The situation is obviously getting worse for the people who are living in the valley because of no food supplies, no medicine supplies There are children and women living under a complete hostage situation uh, with no electricity. The internet has been cut off for nearly two and a half weeks. There there are some very scary stories uh, we're getting to hear from some of the journalists who are reporting uh, from the valley that India has actually been um, profiling uh, the youth and the young activists who are speaking against uh, the Indian occupation on uh, social media or through any form of media and uh, the leadership of Kashmiri public have been arrested uh, uh, right from the day one and now the India has uh, uh, India started uh, arresting all the young people who protested in some way against Indian um, brutalities even if it was on social media the Indian uh, agencies are going through the social media pages and social media profiles to find anyone uh, who who posted anything against India in the last few years have been arrested and uh, we are hearing that Truckloads of young people have been arrested from the Valley of Kashmir and transferred to different jails in India. Um, obviously, we are going to we're going to hear uh, Indian uh, news channels and Indian authorities denying these uh, these reports. But uh, the only uh, right way to deny it could be uh, allowing the international media and independent journalists to enter the Valley of Kashmir and report on the. Uh, situation, and uh, that would obviously testify the claims by indian uh, government and Indian representatives about the uh, about the situation in the valley. Uh, there has been uh, some reaction from around the world. We heard the Iranian uh, head of the state uh, raising his concerns uh, about the situation in Kashmir and requesting Mr. Modi to stop these um, Uh, barbaric practices and allow people to live freely but uh, we are yet to see any um, any actions uh, taken by Indian government to ease the conditions for the people of Kashmir so I request everyone to uh, raise the voice of innocent Kashmiris and raise your voice against the brutality of this Indian uh, government and the Nazi style um, uh, Brutality that Indian government is uh, carrying on in the Valley of Kashmir. I'll report to you guys soon. Thank you very much for listening. Take care. Bye bye. That's my brother in law, too. Jesus! May the Lord strike me down, Rosanne. May the Lord strike me down. Fast woman! it's nearly 15 days people of Kashmir are still completely corrupt with the rest of the world there has been no food supplies no medicine supplies we know there are children and women living in the valley who have no access to the basic necessities of life um, the the United Nations held a meeting um, a couple of days ago which ended without any final statement we heard Chinese uh, representatives uh, uh, talking to the media after the meeting and uh, expressing their concerns uh, uh, about the conditions that the uh, people of Kashmir are facing. Uh, India has um, uh, brought in more soldiers in the valley. There, the number of Indian army in the valley has grown up to nearly one million soldiers and uh, People of Kashmir are completely cut off from the rest of the world. There is no internet service, no phone lines, and um, it's a very sad set of affairs that uh, uh, India has been allowed to carry on these barbaric practices for nearly 15 days now. Um, I think the whole world must come together and um, protest um, Mr. Maudi's government's uh, policy. To overpower an innocent population uh, with such huge uh, military presence and uh, not allowing people to live a normal way of life. Um, Kashmir obviously is uh, relying uh, completely on the um, Indian side of its border uh, to have any access to food supplies or any medicine supplies. Uh, We normally see international NGOs and organizations stepping in in such situations and uh, assisting the local public with the basic necessities. But uh, that hasn't happened uh, uh, in the case of Kashmir. Uh, People are left on their own and uh, they have to face uh, these hard times um, without uh, any significant support from the rest of the world. The way I see it, uh, it's gonna be uh, hard to uh, force Indian government to end this um, uh, blackout and curfew anytime soon because um, India is a country that uh, really doesn't follow any any of the rules or any of the um, um, international laws that are in place Uh, It completely depends on how Indian government feels about the situation and when they decide to end this blockade, uh, we can just hope and pray that this ends uh, anytime soon. Uh, We heard a few voices uh, from around the world expressing their concerns on the situation, uh, but nothing significant. Uh, You'd expect uh, a lot of countries uh, and their um, officials coming forward uh, in the press and uh, try and force Indian government to uh, at least end the blackout and allow independent sources to visit the valley to report on the conditions that uh, people of kashmir are living in and at least allow some food supplies because uh, it's nearly been 15 days that there's been a curfew uh, no business activities have uh, taken place um, no fresh food supplies been uh, reaching the valley So very difficult times for people of Kashmir and I'm just hoping and praying that this ends uh, anytime soon because uh, the innocent children and women there must be suffering because of lack of food and medicine. Uh, It's such a huge population um, and um, it's just uh, unthinkable how uh, a government in this day and age can decide um, to to impose a complete um, blackout on, a, on such a big population, just because of um, their political differences and the way uh, they want to live their life, uh, I request everyone listening to my podcast uh, to raise Kashmir issue, and uh, so we can um, we can uh, get few voices together to force this Indian government to at least end the blockade and uh, allow um, at least the food supplies and the medicine supplies to the valley uh, for the poor innocent people uh, living there in such uh, dire conditions. Thank you very much for listening. I'll get back to you guys soon with some more updates. Bye-bye. Hello and good morning, in this particular series I talk about the recent developments in the valley of Jammu and Kashmir. It's been nearly 15 days since India locked down the valley with nearly 1 million soldiers and uh, um, tried to black out the media and all the internet resources to cut off the valley from the rest of the world, it still continues and world is still waiting to know what has been happening in the valley of Jammu and Kashmir over the last 15 days. We know there was a United Nations closed door uh, meeting just day before yesterday uh, which ended without any um, statement being released officially uh, at the end of the summit. Uh, but we heard Chinese um, representative uh, holding a press conference after the summit and uh, where um, obviously he um, expressed his worries uh, about what's happening in the state of Kashmir. And uh, it's uh, really worrying uh, to know that there is a place or there is a country in this day and time um, where people are cut off from the rest of the world through force uh, without any food supplies, without any medical supplies um, with no access to internet or electricity and um, everybody just seems helpless um, to even raise a voice I mean the public have been really vocal uh, we've seen a large number of protests all around all around the world um, but no effective measures have been taken by any um, the organizations around the world to force India uh, to end this um, crackdown and uh, uh, curfew in the valley of Kashmir. So what's basically has been happening over the days is that um, we've seen a lot of Western media uh, playing a very positive role, I'd say. Washington Post, BBC, CNN—they've um, been the ones who've been exposing um, the brutality of uh, Indians' uh, uh, government and the uh, uh, Moody's mindset of hindutva, of a Hindu superior um, mentality in the region, and. Uh, They've been uh, very vocal about uh, the whole mindset behind such actions in the valley um, Washington Post yesterday um, in one of the articles um, mentioned that uh, this this was uh, more of a uh, ideology that Modi and his fellow uh, government members believed in. Um, that they wanted um, uh, ethnic cleansing of the Kashmiri Muslims to have a majority of Hindu in the states. And that's why they've sent in so many uh, troops as well. And um, they just basically want to end the majority of the Muslims that are living in the valley of Kashmir. To make it into a Hindu majority area so they can rule uh, without any problems according to the United Nations uh, constitution. So um, we are still waiting for India um, to finish the crackdown, to let the outside world uh, get in connection with the people of uh, Jammu and Kashmir, and uh, only then we can find out um, what Indian army have been up to over the last ten, fifteen days. Uh, obviously, like people are really worried about their loved ones and the. Uh, Um, Just as a fellow human being, it raises a lot of concerns um, when someone um, is cut off for so long from the rest of the world. Um, And we hope that uh, Mr Modi and his government end their brutal campaign as soon as possible. And I hope everyone is uh, well and safe in Kashmir. I'll update you guys again when I have any news. Um, Until then, take care. Bye-bye. After 50 years, United Nations members get together to discuss Kashmir conflict. Yet, they couldn't agree uh, to force India to... to end the curfew and the lockdown that's in place, um, with the with the help of nearly one million soldiers on ground in the state of Kashmir for nearly 15 days now, I know United Nation um, it has has no power uh, in reality to stop any of the states from uh, t- t- committing such uh, criminal activities, but um, they could have still released a statement asking India to end the curfew and let independent observers visit the state and look at the condition of um, the life that people are living in the state of Kashmir. Um, Pakistan would be happy that uh, they, they achieved this milestone of getting the international attention Towards this particular issue, after such a long time, we know Indians were hands in hands with our with Pakistan's previous prime minister, and they never had problem. And Pakistan never made an effort to raise the issue on the international forum. It's the first time that Imran Khan is a uh, is. A, Highlighting the issue on every forum and uh, getting attention from almost every country in the world and that's what is worrying India because uh, India considered it as an internal matter and didn't want anyone to discuss uh, Kashmir issue at any forum. I was listening to India's uh, representative in the United Nations Summit um, talking about um, India's hard work in the state of Jammu and Kashmir to improve the lives of people, uh, to bring stability and um, to uh, improve the economic conditions of the area um, and these were the aims behind revoking Article 370. I mean, if you have to lock up a whole estate, if you have to bring in another 30,000 soldiers and make make the number up to 1 million soldiers to control a population. What kind of prosperity are you offering to the people living in that state? Are you joking with the world community by making such statements that you're not allowing single independent journalists from anywhere in the world to visit their area and report the actual conditions on the ground? Um, what's actually happening in Kashmir from what we are hearing is that India has sent its soldiers with a list of people who are young enough to resist. India is trying to eliminate any threats, anyone who can raise a voice against them through, through force. People are being locked up. Obviously, there will be kids who will be starving because all the food supplies, everything is being cut off. No business activity took place in the last 15 days. Uh, yet Indian uh, representative has the cheek to stand on the world forum and uh, tell the whole world that everything's normal. Pakistan's just hyping the situation and the things in Kashmir are completely in the control and uh, there's, there's nothing of the sort that the world community is being worried about so i think it's time for the world to um uh, to force india to at least allow the independent uh, journalists or the united nations observers to visit state of kashmir and um, we can uh, and let the kashmiris have a say um about uh, what how they've been treated instead of sending someone from delhi in a suit who is there to misinform the whole world. Uh, I'll come back with some more information as soon as I um, find out uh, something new to share with you guys. Uh, thanks, Thanks for listening and speak to you soon. Hi, today I want to talk about the recent developments in uh, Indian Occupied Kashmir. As we know, today has been the fifth day in a row that there's been a curfew in the the valley and uh, the people are stuck inside their houses for literally five days now uh, with no internet or any TV service. Um, So people are basically just locked up in their houses with no access to any Um, media or social media um, with limited uh, supply of food and medicine. Uh, This is happening in 21st century and it's not surprising knowing that uh, um, Indian government uh, run by Mr. Modi um, always uh, uh, idealized uh, the dream of uh, of uh, keeping Kashmir as uh, a part of India through force and uh, brutality. Um, This is not going to go on for too long, Uh, obviously the Pakistani government and uh, the Kashmiris all over the world are uh, raising this issue on uh, every possible forum and uh, trying to divert the world's attention to a forgotten uh, dispute that's been uh, going on for nearly 70 years now. Kashmiris uh, have been uh, treated um, uh, very badly over the years by the Indians. Um, India, uh, we know, have around uh, seven lakh uh, Indian soldiers on the uh, on ground in Kashmir, and uh, India has tried uh, every um, tactic to uh, change the. Idea of an independent Kashmir that exists uh, within the Kashmiri community um, who wants an independence uh, from Indian uh, uh, occupation. Um, As we know. Uh, Kashmir has always uh, been the focal point uh, of discussion uh, whenever there has been a talk of uh, a mutual dialogue between Pakistan and India. It is uh, um, an outstanding issue that's still to be resolved between the two countries. And uh, Pakistan has been demanding to resolve uh, Kashmir issue according to the United Nations resolutions. But uh, uh, India have been reluctant uh, to accept the reality that uh, Kashmir does not belong to India uh, or um, Pakistan but it's actually an independent state that should be given the right to choose uh, if it wants to join one of the countries as a part of uh, uh, that country uh, through an an independent referendum. Um, Nearly. 100,000 Kashmiris have lost their lives. Um, hundreds of uh, young people are being um, made um, disabled uh, through brutality and torture by the Indian army present in uh, Indian-occupied Kashmir. Uh, but it's still an ongoing ongoing uh, conflict that uh, um, has not got to the conclusion yet. And I think this is the time when All the peace-loving people from around the world should come together to support Kashmiris and uh, help uh, help the help the two countries resolve this issue through dialogue um, and uh, let the peace prevail in the subcontinent. And I'm sure it would open a lot of uh, doors uh, for prosperity and. um, mutual growth between Pakistan and India. But obviously we need to, um, at this moment, we need to um, raise the voice uh, um, for for Kashmir independence. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm really concerned about the current state of uh, affairs where it stands right now, the way India uh, is trying to um, keep the voices down through force and by um appointing more soldiers on the ground in the valley um it should st- obviously stop and india should come to table it should give kashmiris an opportunity uh to decide if their, their future um but under narendra modi's government it's it sounds um it seems like uh, it's not happening anytime soon and uh um, it will require um, a lot of interest from, uh, from the um, countries outside subcontinent and around the world uh, to push Mr Modi um, to join Pakistan on a dialogue table and resolve this uh, particular issue. Although India presents itself as some peace loving progressive nation that wants to advance in education and in technology, the truth about the world's largest democracy is that it's one of the worst oppressors that are in the current world. Kashmir is a disputed territory situated between India and Pakistan. India has been occupying a big portion of this state through force for nearly 70 years. India have nearly 1 million soldiers present on ground in Kashmir to stop Kashmiris from raising their voice to ask for their basic human right of self-determination. United Nations gives the right of self-determination to people of Kashmir but India has been denying that right. For nearly 70 years and yet we never hear anybody talking about this issue anywhere in the world because everybody wants to be friendly with India because of the financial gains they could achieve by being on the good side of this oppressing nation. I mean we're all human and there are human beings living in Kashmir who are facing the hardships the torture and the cruelty of Indian army every day, but nobody is there to raise voice for them. I request everybody who listens to this particular podcast to go research about Kashmir, to study a bit about the conflict and raise your voice against India for holding Kashmiris under occupation for so long and not giving them the right of self-determination as stated in the United Nations Charter. I mean, they are human like everyone else. They deserve the basic human rights. Why not, why not raise voice for innocent people who are struggling because of a powerful and a big country? that nobody is really questioning for the war crimes they are committing in Kashmir. So let's play our part for our brothers and sisters, at least raise voice, be a protester even if it's just a small thing, but at least contribute and raise awareness about this issue around the world, thank you.